0: Back to throw.
1: Welcome, Faithful, to another episode of Move the Chains podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and joining me is my co-host, Sean. What's up, Sean?
0: Hey, what's up, Alex? What's going on, Faithful? Just uh, early happy holidays wishes to everyone. Um, I know for me, one big thing during the holidays, going back to childhood, man, the Niners were always, you know, securing a home field advantage right now or the top, top seed or maybe the second seed. So, you know, I used to always enjoy the holidays for that reason. Uh, you know, of course, this year, guys, they were seven and six. We are in prime position. You know, if we take care of business the rest of the way, we're looking at a we're looking at a you know a playoff appearance.
1: Yeah, and um, we want to go over the Bengals game. Really nail biting game, but you know we came yeah, out that was with the good win. one, wasn't it? Really good one. Yeah, man, uh, edge, edge of my seat to the last yeah. second. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then we, we're going to take a look at the Falcons preview, um, which is. A very winnable game, but um, we'll go ahead and talk about the Bengals game. You know, it started off great. We we uh, we started off uh, well. Actually, the Bengals weren't doing so well in the beginning, so it was really easy for us to come up with uh, with a start. Yeah. Um, I think they only had six points going into the half.
0: They, they looked they looked a little confused on offense because uh, I, I figured they would come out attacking. You know, on you know to the sidelines. I mean, they have, they have a good quarterback. They have good weapons, you know, with, with Jamar Chase. him and Burrow played it for, you know, for anyone, if you didn't catch it on the 500 times they said it during the broadcast, uh, <laughs> they played together at LSU and they won the national championship. Yeah, and that was, uh, I mean, that, that, that team had Joe Burrow. They had uh, obviously Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Elair, who's the running back for the Chiefs. That was a very, very good offense. Uh, very mm. good team overall. They beat Clemson in the championship game. So, you know, I I thought they looked confused. I don't know what they were trying to do with, you know, some of the digging and dunking and, and the running. But, um, yeah, you were saying. My bad. I know I interrupted you there. No, no, you're fine.
1: But no, you, you're right. Um, they they did they they didn't have the start that they wanted. Um, we were able to stop their run, and I think that's what kind of threw them off in the beginning because um, we Joe Joe Mixon wasn't able to do much.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, my fantasy yeah. team will tell you that I had. Unfortunately, I was <laughs> Joe Mixon was the one I had to start. I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one
1: one of the highlights that we wanted to mention uh, throughout the game and then all the way to the end was was going to be Ayuk. Um, You know, he really shined. He had the game winning touchdown in overtime. And uh, one thing that really stood out to me is at the end of the game, you know, uh, Shanahan gave him the the game ball, which well deserved. Yeah. Right, he had. A, I want to say he had somewhat of a breakout game. This is something that he can use and and uh, kind of use his momentum to build that confidence, and hopefully he can continue. You know, with that consistency.
0: All right. Yeah, because of course that goes back to beginning of the year, right? With the whole rumors about the doghouse, you know. And and the thing is, you don't want to assume. But for me, man, anytime you hear terms like he's in the coach's doghouse, uh, especially for maybe reasons like he didn't show up in shape or he didn't take the playbook seriously. Or, you know, he didn't, you know, if the coach challenges you to say, hey, I, I want you to step up and be, you know, wide receiver one, and you don't take that seriously. You know, that's that's not easy to bounce back from. You know, once that once that, once that that impression is made, it's a really tough thing to bounce back from. You know, that perception of you is formed, you know, for the coaches, and for the organization. So I think it's huge. Uh, and, and the other thing to add, like he said, Shanahan gave him the game ball. He doesn't do that every week. You know, some coaches every week they give out a game ball. Uh, Kyle doesn't always do that. That's not something that he does on a weekly basis. So, I, I think that was uh, that was a, that was a great sight to see. And I agree. I I almost got the sense, you know, as Jimmy dropped back, you know, he looked really confident. I know he took five sacks, but hey, that that's a pretty good defense that we played. Uh, you know, a lot a lot of, lot of speed on that D line. Uh, you know, they you knew they were going to get theirs, but overall, I think, uh, you know, when he dropped back and he let it rip. And it was going to, I, you, you almost felt the sort of confidence or like a little bit of like comfort, comfort like I felt comfortable, I should say, mm-hmm. you know, something that you really, you, you, feel, I feel that with Debo now, I feel that with, uh, you know, with Kittle before that, it was probably with somebody like with, uh, with Bolden where you almost feel like, okay, he's throwing, throwing, you know, at, at towards, towards a guy like that. I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid <laughs> to see what's going to happen.
1: You know something I wanted to bring up very important cuz we we bash on Jimmy every week I want to say right yeah. but it's well deserved it's well deserved um but he had a really good game I want to say the best game so far this season and uh and uh the reason why is he had two game winning drives and the reason he had two of them is because you know uh Robbie Gold our kicker ended up missing what could potentially had, had been a yeah. game winning field goal you know missed it so he sent us to uh overtime we, we lose the, uh, the coin flip, and, and you, can, you can just feel Fred Warner when uh, he lost the, the flip. Yeah, when he lost he, the top. He, he, just, did, he yeah. just walked out. He just <laughs> walked out. The, the ref was trying to bring him back. But it's just everyone had that feeling of, ah, oh, here we go, right? Yeah. Here we go, Joe Burrow, he, he's, you know, he's, uh, he he's lighting the, it up.
0: Yeah, he had all the momentum there, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree with you, man. I know, you know with Jimmy, it's sort of been which Jimmy's going to show up week after week. And I know some of the, the the stats don't always tell the story, right? But, but again, I, I think heck, you know, East Coast game, uh, the, that that late start, so you know, essentially it's like a four o'clock start where they were in Cincinnati. Um, cold game, you know, you, you can't really see it yourself, you know. I, heck, I watched from home, so you know, I was sitting in comfortably, you know, in, in you know, my, in my house with the heater going, right? Hell, yeah. So, Hell yeah. yeah. I know we had a little bit of rain over the weekend in the Bay Area, right? But, you know, now Cincinnati, it, it, it was a cold day. Make no mistake about it there. Uh, but that, that was, it was a gutsy team win, I think. Well, the one thing I want to point out, uh, I want to give credit. I don't think we've had a unit offensively, you know, like Kittle, Debo, and, and uh, IU, you know, getting those three going Uh, at all at once. I mean, of course, you're not going to get, they're not going to get 10 passes each for 100 yards each in a given game, right? Someone's going to have better stats than the other. In this case, uh, Debo didn't do much in the passing game, but, you know, no, his his leadership was out there. He had a couple of good runs. He scored that first touchdown. But point is, man, it's, uh, if we can get those three going consistently, especially with Elijah Mitchell coming back, uh, hopefully uh, soon, hopefully this week, I'm not sure what his situation is just yet. Uh, all of a sudden, hey, this is an offense that's hard to game plan for, you know, uh, you know, with, with Jimmy kind of spreading the ball around, which he's always done a good job with that, I feel. You know, he's always going to get a couple of looks for even for juice coming out of the backfield. Uh, Kittle is always going to get his uh, guy was an absolute monster. I think some of those pro football focus guys were talking about, you know, grading performances and whatnot. I don't know how all that works, but I'll tell you, man, I don't think there was any better player in the NFL on any field uh, last week than George Kittle, man. You, you just felt that he was going to will that team to victory.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And, and something that I wanted to bring up is uh, pretty funny. The head coach of the Bengals, when they when they asked him about George Kittle and you know what they were trying to do to stop him. And his response is, "We tried everything, and that's you know that's that's hilarious because they were they, they were double teaming Kittle. There was that one play I want to say towards the uh, the drive that uh, the drive w- where we had the missed field goal. I think it was the one, or it could have been in, in overtime. I, I can't remember, but that pass for the first down uh, where uh, where Kittle slides to catch the ball that is such a precision pass. And there was about four Bengals." Yeah, there were four Bengals around That was around an him. overtime. That was an overtime. Yeah, dude, there was four Bengals. One, one of them, as soon as he caught the ball and he was on the floor, you can tell that one of them was just pissed.
0: Uh, there was that catch in the fourth quarter uh, where he really put himself out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he got up and spread, He went way up yeah. to get that ball. Fingertips, man. Yeah, fingertips. And then for him to get it. <laughs> and then the moment he gets it in his hands, you could see just how quickly he you know, got a grip on the ball to possess it. Because you know that's where the the ground can, if the ground knocks the ball loose, it's an incomplete pass. Yeah, I, I thought that was a huge, huge play, by him. That was a yeah, huge guy. play, right? If if Gold ends up making that field goal, you know, then that's that winds up being the play of the game. Yeah, and um, you
1: you mentioned this this player uh, earlier. I'll I'll bring it back, but we. Definitely do miss um, Eli Mitchell. We had um, we had Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr. as our starter and he had a decent game, right? I think it was around four point five average per carry, which is not bad. But what we were missing is the the explosion. I think his longest run was about 12 yards. Um, So we haven't seen Jeff Wilson back to what we saw before. We haven't really seen him explode this season. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not the injury that's holding him back.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree, man, with, uh, with Mitchell. You know, he adds that sort of home run element, right? You never know when he's going to take one and uh, not necessarily score a touchdown, but, you know, you definitely need that that uh, in your run game, that element of, hey, this guy can take, take this ball and go 18 yards. And you start ripping off those chunks. How many times do we see it where, you know, we'll start a drive on our own 25, starts with a 12-yard pass to Kittle, eight-yard run here, and then a 23-yard run and all of a sudden, you know, look, we're, you know, we're right there we're knocking on the door. Yeah, knocking on the door. And, the and that's how our offense works in that, that sort of rhythm. And, and you can tell that's when we're, you know, we're moving efficiently, right? That's when Kyle's play calling is working. We're keeping the defense off balance. So, yeah, I think getting Mitchell back would be huge. That'll be very critical towards this game in Atlanta. So, yeah, just uh, kind of put a bow on Cincinnati. Hey, it was a, you know, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily pretty. It was a gutsy win. That the sort of cliche that you might hear all the time in sports, right? It was a a gut check win for us. Uh, You had a young team that came back on us. You know, they were down 14 and they came back. They were up in overtime. But we were able to pull it out and, um, you know, we're on to Atlanta.
1: Yeah. So we have Atlanta. uh, It's going to be at home. So we have a nice little home game right before we hit the road again to uh, Tennessee,
0: which is going to be a Thursday night game. Um, Sean and yeah, I, we I were are, taking a look we're at back. It. Oh, go ahead. No, no I was going to say, we're back in our uh, the red 94 jerseys again with those white pants. Ooh, nice. Which I, I got to nice. say, man. They, with those It's the red socks that do it for me. Because you saw in Seattle, we wore the all white ones. They mm-hmm. wear those really yeah. white tights. They don't wear the red socks. Uh, when they wear the red socks and the white pants and the red jersey, it just, oh man. that uh, I think we last wore it against the Rams and before that against the some Colts. But yeah, I mean I I just with the game, right? I don't care what they wear, but you know, it's just I, I'm, as a Jersey fan, that's something that uh gets me excited.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah man, definitely. And they look good. They look good. Um with the with the Falcons, we were looking at the team and and there's not really much to say about the Falcons. Matt Ryan is not having, you know, any type of good quarterback year, pretty not mediocre. Not up to his
0: standards at least, right?
1: Not up to his standards. I think he has about I think it's 17 touchdowns, which Jimmy has 17 touchdowns, so you can already tell it's it's not is not anything great. Um 11 interceptions. So hopefully that's something that we can capitalize on and we can get some some uh picks, you know, pressure him yeah. with uh Bosa. Um, something we forgot to mention, Bosa had a great game against the Bengals. He had, he had two sacks. He could have had right. three, but there was a flag. Yeah, um, But yeah, two sacks against his old teammate, Joe Burrow, so that was awesome. So hopefully we can see that type of Bosa in this game. Um,
0: yeah, including that game changer in overtime. If he doesn't get that sack on third down, yeah. they, and they convert, if they score a touchdown Ooh. there, it's over. So It's over. Yeah, yeah. I think that the, he, he in essence saved, saved our asses in overtime. He did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan. You know, it's it's interesting. You know, it's I I feel like in our time here with with Kyle and company, uh, the one we we we've made some good quarterbacks look very bad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the title game comes to mind for one. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers in that regular season game, right? I mean, 2019 in general, we uh, we you know we we made some really good quarterbacks look bad. But uh, Matt Ryan had a career day. You know, he kind of carried that team. And and of course, you know, a lot of those Falcon players at the time uh, had played for Kyle when he was the offensive coordinator. So, you know, there was a little bit of a, you know, an element of not revenge, but like, hey, we want to, we want to beat the Niners. Because that Falcon team was going nowhere and we were a Super Bowl contender, right? So, that Falcon team came out very motivated and that was the, the game where Julio Jones just took over. So, it's interesting to see, Alex, I know you mentioned we were looking at their you know, looking at the roster, uh, there's not a lot of names that you recognize, right?
1: No, not many. Not many. The only one that comes to mind is Cordell Patterson. He is leading the team in rushing. And uh, I think Kyle Pitts is leading in receiving, but Cordell Patterson is close right behind him. Um, Kyle Pitts is is a very exciting player Uh, the only thing though he only has one touchdown this season Mm. so I'm not sure if it's a lack of Matt Ryan um, or you know they just you know I I would assume that you would want to get the ball to him in the red zone I I was thinking he was going to be your touchdown machine Um, so maybe I'm not sure you know Matt Ryan is not having a good season or they're just not using him right
0: yeah um, I mean I think it's a young team in transition Right, I mean, Ryan is the veteran quarterback there, and there was rumors that he was going to be traded. Right, that uh, yeah, Wanda be Julio, that they traded. But as far as with Cordell Patterson, you know, the cool thing is, if you know, for our for our defense, they practice against Devo Samuel every day. You know, it's not, <laughs> and, I, and I know they don't use him exactly the same way. You know, <laughs> he, he's a bit more of a speedster. You know, what I mean, and, and he'll kill you on the kick return as well. Don't forget that. But uh, there should be no reason they're not going to catch us off guard. Is what I mean to say, right? Mm -hmm. There should be nothing that they throw at us that we're not already prepared for. Uh, But like you said, that's that's going to be one thing to watch for. A lot of the misdirection, the jet sweeps. uh, You don't want to see a situation where you know they have us looking bad, where we have defenders out of place and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, again, I mean, like you said, man, there's not a lot of uh, a lot of those guys from that from that Super Bowl run that they had are gone. You know, the NFL, like we always say, stands for not for long. You, know, you can't keep these teams together forever. Guys get old, guys retire, guys leave in free agency. Defensively, you know, I mean, they have Dante Fowler, who a lot of Niner fans might remember the name. Uh, the Rams had him. They traded for Fowler from the Jaguars when they went to the Super yeah. Bowl a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty much i mean he's their sack leader i think he has like 5 sacks uh that's i mean heck you know we're we're blessed here with Bosa with just you know 14 sacks but <laughs> I, I know, I know yeah. not everyone's going to be there but you know this no the the point is though this is a defense that i think we can really exploit and um uh, look i'm not going to make excuses but you know when we lost to them 2 years ago we were we were missing like eight defensive starters uh some crazy number like that that's it's just where everybody got hurt all at once Mm-hmm. uh I, I i expect um what was i saying earlier alex if you recall uh take care of business TCOB, yeah. take care of business type of game
1: yeah this is a take care of business type of game um i wanted to mention you were talking about dante fowler sacks i think it's four and a half and just to compare with the niners uh arden key who's our second leader in sacks or is already at four so their leader is at four and a half. Our second guy is at four. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't speak highly on the 49ers. I do believe we need another pass rusher, but it really just shows you how special uh, Nick Bosa is. 14 sacks for the season. We got four games to go. So, yeah, you know, who knows? You can potentially break it. This can be a game where he can have another multi sack game Two, hopefully three, uh, you know, maybe more. Maybe he'll have a crazy Alden Smith game uh, against the Bears.
0: Oh man, that'd be awesome. I'll never forget <laughs> that. I actually uh <laughs> I remember that one well because uh we were <laughs> I watched that game at a round table. We were chugging beers every time he got a sack. Oh goodness. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it started <laughs> with the second one. I, I, I believe it started with the second one. And I was like, I was all right, man. You know, let's fuck it. Let's just chug a beer every time he gets a sack. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a fun night. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Good old drinking games with us, uh, uh, 49ers. Oh man, you know my my favorite one to go on a little bit of a side note when uh, when we had Alex Smith as a quarterback. And look, you know the the opinion on him. This will be a debate that goes on forever, right? But uh, in sort of like his days when he was still finding his footing before he went to the Chiefs with Andy Reid, he oh. he tended to check down a lot, right? Take the safe little four yard dump off and 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 just live to fight another day. So I had a game with some of my buddies. We would call it chug down. Anytime you checked it down to Frank Gore, you had to take a shot or slam the rest of your beer and open another one. <laughs> man, there were games where we'd be hammered by halftime. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah uh, God, yeah, that, that was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, go, yeah, going back to Atlanta, the thing with these guys, man, when they lose, they lose big. They've had some, they've had some blowouts, six to 32, 25 to 48, three to 43, zero, 25. Right, there's, there's some blowouts here. They, they are, uh, they're giving up a lot of yards, and a lot of points. Their defensive coordinator is actually a guy that uh, he was coordinator for the Patriots and for the Ravens. Uh, Dean Pease. Yeah. when we lost to Baltimore in the Super Bowl. He was actually their coordinator. He's an older guy. who have been around for 30, 30, 30 plus years. So you never count out, you know, somebody having a good game plan. It happens, right? I mean, then the, the the underdog doesn't always... You know, the favorite team doesn't always win. But, uh, man, I'm mean, just looking at this. I I, I don't see, uh, um, you know, a scenario where, where we don't pull this one out.
1: Yeah, I don't see one either. And it's it's weird for us to say this is probably... This is probably the the weakest roster we're playing. Um, it's an aging roster. It's a, a roster sense. in Detroit, transition. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, close, yeah, very close to Detroit. I'm 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 surprised they have they have six wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm really looking at it. They um, they I I believe they uh have been outscored about a hundred and eight <laughs> points this season. Which is yeah, that when bad. when they lose they get beat down and when they win they're they're barely
0: winning. Well, they're the teeth. Yeah, so they beat the Giants by three, the Jets by seven. Uh, they actually, they upset the Saints, but then again, that's a division rival. You know, they. Um, I, I know they they've kind of traditionally had the Saints have had their number, but hey, uh, the Dolphins by two, and the Jaguars by seven. So not a lot of quality wins there. Yeah. Uh, Heck yeah, I remember that, that, that Cowboy game, they got embarrassed and then, uh, and then Thursday night they played the Patriots that was, I mean it looked like they didn't even show up, it was a shutout it was just kind of embarrassing <laughs> It was, yeah, that was bad
1: Yeah, um, to, to end the episode let's, let's look at injuries um, I think Debo played against the Bengals more as a decoy, I think after the touchdown we stopped seeing we stopped seeing him So I'm not sure if he, you know, was maybe um, aggravated his injury or he was just taking it easy. Mm -hmm. Um, He's listed as did not practice still with a groin injury, but we'll know more tomorrow, Thursday. Um, I think by then we'll know who's going to be playing and who's not. And uh, there may be some game time decisions like Eli Mitchell, because he's still under did not practice with a concussion. I do think he's going to play. I do not think he's going to miss out two weeks. He seems to be a very tough guy. Um, when he's injured, he's gone for one week, and then he'll he'll come back the next. So hopefully he can bounce mm-hmm. back and, and play this Sunday. And uh, I, I'm not expecting Greenlaw uh, because we have Fred Warner back and Aziz has been playing great. So I think we're going to rest Greenlaw until he's 100%. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean... We know Mosley is going to be gone for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at this list here. Yeah, uh, Jeff Wilson is, was limited with the knee. He should, he should be playing. Uh, I don't see him missing out either.
0: Uh, you know, for, for me, one thing that always comes to mind, you know, and for a lot of uh, Niners fans, if you're on the younger side, you may not know this. Uh, the NFC West, once upon a time, was actually 49ers, Falcons saints rams and uh panthers when they joined the nfl so you know even though we, and, and if you if you paid attention three of those teams are now in the nfc south uh being the panthers saints and falcons so we don't play them as often as we did obviously it used to be twice a year but once upon a time man the atlanta was uh you know a team that we uh we beat up on them there's a lot of you ask a lot of falcons fans they they have a uh, the the way you know young Niners fans might dislike Seattle for always losing there, um, you know you can ask a Falcon fan or a Saints fan, and they'll tell you the same thing. There's a lot of hatred for the Niners from the the Joe Montana <laughs> and Steve Young years because we we kicked their ass. Uh, make no mistake about it. You know there's a legion of Falcon fans that that have this one circled on their schedule. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm excited about uh, you know potentially moving up to eight and six. Um, I, I know Alex, we didn't talk about seating because we, we, uh, the playoff spots and whatnot, oh, yeah, 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 we'll we'll get into that later. you know we, we talked about that offline uh that's a whole nother thing. Let's just focus on winning. let's clinch a spot and then we'll worry about that, right?
1: yeah, I agree let's uh let's focus on the Falcons. um I predict we're gonna blow them out. I really do. This is gonna be a game where you know, kind of everyone gains their confidence for that Thursday night game against uh the Tennessee Titans. But of course we I... can't we can't overlook the Falcons, right? They've beat us the last two times, so um, just try to get a win. I'm pretty sure Shanahan wants to get it. yeah yeah. Actually, Shanahan has not has not beaten Atlanta since he left, so I'm no, pretty sure right. he wants to win. It's only in the second game against them. So, all right then. Awesome. Yeah. So, do um, you have any closing thoughts, Sean? Uh nothing for me. Awesome. All right, faithful. Take care.